0: Hello and welcome back to the Girl Fit Method podcast. So on today's podcast episode, I'm bringing you five nutrition hacks for weight loss. And these five nutrition hacks are probably going to give you the best bang for your buck when it does come to losing weight and losing weight effectively. Now, I just wanted to let you all know that I am now putting all of my podcast episodes onto YouTube. So this is getting filmed and I'm going to upload this so you can now watch me if that's what you want to do. But I'm a little bit self-conscious to be honest today because, and if you are watching on YouTube, I have a hat on my head. The reason I have a hat on my head is because I have started to use this new skincare line now. You guys actually ask me all the time on Instagram what my skincare routine is. And to be honest with you, I could talk about this for hours. So I try not to talk about it too much on my social media because I don't know whether you actually want me to talk about it. If you do... Can you let me know? Either comment below on this video or send me a DM on Instagram and I'll be more than happy to take you through my skincare regime. However, I've just taken on, it's it's actually this company that creates for you. I'm just gonna tell you what they're called. This is not sponsored, by the way. QR8. QR8. They are based in Australia and they create skincare specific to you. So it's made at a chemist and then it's sent out to you. Now the stuff that they've just given me is like, I, I've used retinol in the past. And if anyone doesn't know what retinol is, you should be using it. Google it, go buy yourself some. But this stuff is really heavy. Now, what's happened is, is they started me off on a lower dose. Then they put me on a higher dose, like with a higher percentage of retinol. And when I tell you my face is shedding, like I am some kind of reptile, it is so embarrassing. I have a hat on my head hoping that that's going to hide the fact that I am could literally just – it's so gross. I could literally just, like, peel a layer of skin off my whole face. So I've got a bit of distance between the camera and me. I'm hoping, like, we can blur it here and you can't see it. But do you know what? I'm sticking at it because beauty is pain. And let me tell you, retinol apparently is, like, the only proven thing to reduce aging. It can't rewind – damage that you've had, but it can help prevent aging. Anyway, that's my little skincare rant for you all. Hope you enjoyed that. And if you want to know more, I'd be more than happy to talk about it. I could even do a whole podcast episode on it. How about that? (laughs) Let me know if you're interested. Anyway, that is enough of that. I want to get stuck into today's podcast episode. There is no fluff here. I want to get stuck straight into it and give you these five nutrition hacks that are going to change the game when it comes to you losing weight effectively. Now, a lot of people will find that weight loss is overwhelming for them, confusing for them. And they feel like people say calorie deficit, calorie deficit, calorie deficit, but they find it incredibly hard to consistently lose weight. And I'm going to also be one of those annoying people that just says that weight loss is actually incredibly simple and incredibly easy. However, where most people go wrong is they don't really understand what that needs to look like. So what you need to do in order to effectively lose weight, but how to set yourself up for success, how to set yourself up for a successful calorie deficit. Now with all of that aside, I I want to, I guess, start this podcast episode talking about that because if you don't go into a calorie deficit with your body prepared for one, then these following five hacks aren't really going to do a whole heap for you. So let's talk about how to essentially prime your body to successfully lose weight and lose it easily. Now, you all know I talk about this all the time and that is weight loss and fat loss, two different things. Now, I'm saying weight loss here because most people – will mention or they'll they'll comment, you know, I've got weight to lose. And that's kind of their goal. Really what they're saying is they have fat to lose. So what we want to do is we want to lose fat. We don't want to lose weight. Weight is made up of so many different things. And I talk about scale weight all the time and how we can't rely on it for our progress because scale weight is so volatile and can be absolutely influenced by so much like hormones, like what you've eaten, like stress so much, right? We're not going to talk about that today. However, what we want to do is really focus on losing fat so we can retain as much muscle as we possibly can. Now, in order to lose fat effectively, we want to ensure that your body is going to be receptive to a calorie deficit. What does that mean? That means that you haven't, number one, haven't been chronically under for a really long time. Because what you need to think about is if you've been under for a long time What does that mean for you to go into a calorie deficit? How can you effectively lose fat? Okay, so let's just say that you have been eating 1,300 calories for the past six months. And now you're maintaining your weight, eating those 1,300 calories. And you're like, you know what? I've still got weight to lose and I'm not happy with the way that my body looks. What are you going to do to effectively lose that fat? Are you going to drop your calories down to, you know, we usually like to go into a calorie deficit of about 500. So is that going to be sustainable for you? What's that? 800 calories. Am I doing the math right? Yes. Okay. Is that going to be sustainable for you or healthy? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. You're not going to be able to stick to that. You're most probably going to binge or you're going to have absolutely no energy. Therefore, the amount of calories that you're burning in a day is going to decrease significantly. And so you're you're stuck. And here's the other thing. You just want to remember weight loss always plateaus. When you are trying to lose weight, you will go into a calorie deficit, you lose weight. And then I talk about what happens when your body adapts So, what your body will learn. Hey, I know now how to live off 800 calories. Then what's going to happen? You need to drop them even further. Then you end up eating hardly nothing or eating nothing. And, you know, if you eat nothing, you will starve to death. Your body won't learn to be able to maintain its weight, not eating food. We know that, right? But this is an extreme example what I'm trying to say is you want to make sure before you go into that calorie deficit, you've got your maintenance calories up to a point where you're feeling good. You're able to eat a good amount of food. So dropping and subtracting 500 calories is not that hard for you. Now, going into a calorie deficit, you will always feel hungry. And that's something that just has to happen and, and comes along with that process, right? Right. But we want to set yourself up for success. Look at the past six months. What have you been doing? Have you been trying to diet with no success? Well, my advice there is to work on increasing your maintenance calories, really improving your overall health, your energy levels, how food focused you are, because if you have been chronically dieting, you're going to think about food all the time. And then you try to go into a calorie deficit and drop your calories even lower. And your little brain is just going to be thinking about food. Everything's going to be food related. Trust me. You don't want that because all that's going to happen is you're going to overeat. You're going to binge. No good. So make sure you set yourself up for a successful calorie deficit with your maintenance calories nice and high. That is not a hack. That's just my first point leading into these five hacks. All right. Let's just say past six months, you've been killing it. You've been eating a good amount of food. Your body's feeling nice and strong. and You're like, do you know what? I'm going to go into a calorie deficit. I'm feeling mentally ready for it. My body is physically ready for it. Where do I even start? Well, obviously a calorie deficit is needed. So we need to subtract calories from what your maintenance calories are. Now, I just mentioned about 500 calories. Now, this is going to vary from person to person. I'm going to give you some generalized advice here as to what you need to do in order to be able to go into a calorie deficit. And look... It depends on what your number one, your starting calories are, and then how much fat you have to lose. If you've got lots of fat to lose, then you don't want to go into a calorie deficit too much of a deficit too quickly because you're going to need... To be able to continuously decrease your calories when your weight loss plateaus, or if you're like, Do you know, what I'm going to shave off a thousand calories right now, you lose five pounds. Then what happens when you plateau? What how, are you going to shave off an, another thousand or another 500? What does it actually leave you with? Start small. So, I would suggest if you're in that situation, you can even shave off 300 calories. 300 to 500 is a really good amount of a calorie deficit. And what you want to think about doing is losing probably about 0.5 kilos. A week which is roughly about a pound and I, I say that with a little bit of oh, I, I kind of think oh, I don't know if I should say that because I know you guys care so much about what the scale says so I would say that's usually works pretty well with men because men can consistently lose weight and they don't have all these other things that impact what happens with their weight so just make sure that you're also tracking body measurements and progress pitches to ensure that that's all heading in the right direction because you will not consistently lose weight each week. And I know I'm rambling now, but I know I need to say that. I know I need to say that. Okay. So we know now how much of a deficit we want to be in. If you've got a small amount of fat to lose and your maintenance calories are nice and high, you can go into more of an aggressive calorie deficit. By that, what I mean is shaving off more calories because you're only going to be in that deficit for a short period of time because you don't have that much weight to lose so you can kind of get in and get out as soon as you possibly can there's nothing wrong with that and there's actually nothing wrong with significantly dropping your calories a fair bit to begin with if you do have a small amount of fat to lose and if you've set your body up for success when it comes to a calorie deficit because you're not going to be living there you're not going to be stay you're not going to stay eating 1200 calories right it's for like a four to six week period all right that's my rambling out the way i'm going to get stuck into these five nutrition hacks and i've got some notes here sorry my screen just went Black, these five nutrition hacks which are going to make your calorie deficit a whole lot easier. Alrighty, number one drum roll. I don't have a drum roll, but just pretend there's a drum roll uh, noise happening. Okay, hack one start with a high protein breakfast. Now, we all know protein is pubertal for everyone, actually regardless of if you're in a calorie deficit or not in a calorie deficit. We all need 1.8 to 2.2 grams of protein per kilo of our goal body weight. Now, if I'm in a calorie deficit, I'm most probably going to really hang towards the higher end of that. And the reason for that is because protein is a very satiating macronutrient, keeps you full for longer. Now, the reason that I want you to have a high protein breakfast is because it, number one, is going to keep you quite satiated, right? So we want to think about how can we minimize hunger as much as possible? Because you're going to feel hungry in a calorie deficit. That's normal. It's actually a sign that your body is in a deficit. Now, going and reaching for something that is more carb-focused, which a lot of people do, right? So we think about cereals, toast, nothing bad with that, but they're all carbohydrate sources. We want to think protein first. Whenever you're putting a meal together, always think, what protein can I have? And then what elements can I build around that meal in order to make a balanced meal? So high-protein breakfast, and you want to be aiming for anywhere between really 20 to 40 grams of protein. That can look like a protein shake. That can look like adding Greek yogurt to your muesli or to your cereal. What I love to do is make overnight wheat bix. Now you can use oats as well. I do like my wheat bix. That's my carbohydrate source. And then I have Greek yogurt. And then I pour in into my Greek yogurt half a scoop of protein powder. And by that, I'm getting like hmm, at least thirty five grams of protein so easily. Uh, egg whites are a really great source of protein um, and eggs as well. You can go for like any kind of meats, deli meats, sausages. They're all really great um, uh, protein sources. I'm just trying to think. Cottage cheese is really good. And you know what? We don't need to eat bre- breakfasty foods. <clears throat> breakfasty foods are breakfast. You can eat whatever you want to eat. It doesn't need to be cereal. It doesn't need to be toast. It could be a casserole. It could be a curry. It could be a stir fry. Do what you want, but just make sure you're getting enough protein. This is also going to help with regulating your blood sugar levels throughout the day. When we uh, our blood sugar levels drop too low, that's when we can feel really fatigued and tired and we can feel like we crave sugar too. So high protein breakfast is a must and that is my first hack. Hack number two, incorporate more fiber into your diet. On previous podcast episodes, I've talked about girls going crazy with fiber and having too much fiber, which is absolutely a thing. You can consume too much fiber, which is going to cause you a lot of digestive issues, bloating, constipation, diarrhea, just cramps. No good, right? We don't want to be doing that. But fiber is also really, really important to our health and very helpful for weight loss because fiber also helps us feel satiated and nice and full. So when we, and also fiber, a lot of uh, vegetables are going to be high in fiber as well. And what we can do with vegetables is we can do something called volume eating, where we can eat a lot for a low amount of calories. Once again, we want to balance this. We don't want to be going too crazy, but these are little hacks that you can incorporate when you are in a calorie deficit. So we want to aim to be getting 25 to 35 grams of fiber every day. Now, what you feel good on is going to be really individual to you. So, for me personally, I don't, if I start to eat more than maybe 30 grams of fiber a day, I start to feel like my digestion is off. So, for me, I need to hang underneath that. And what that could look like is if you're in a deficit and you want to add more veggies in and have more fiber, You could look at what other foods you're consuming that contain fiber and maybe switch them. So a lot of whole grains are high in fiber as well. And what you could do is you think, you know what, that doesn't, you know, this high fiber, I don't know, brown rice isn't really making me feel that full. I would rather add in more vegetables, which is going to make me more full. So what I might do is swap that for white rice, which is lower in fiber, but then I can add in these vegetables, which bumps my fiber up a little bit. And it's not like I'm stacking too much fiber into the one meal. So fiber, really important for our overall health. We don't want to overdo it, 25 grams to 35 grams a day, but that's also going to really help you stay full for long. Alrighty, tip number four, plan and prepare your meals in advance. Now, this is pivotal. I would say this is honestly pivotal across the board. We should all be planning our meals in advance. If you're just winging it and you're like, I'm waking up, what do I feel like eating? you are not going to be able to stick to a calorie deficit because let me tell you what happens when you don't plan your meals ahead of time. You usually will leave really big gaps in between your meals, right? So you're not, plan- you're not prepared. And when we get really hungry, we find it super hard to control ourselves and to control our portion sizes. The other thing to keep in mind as well is if you can plan and prepare your meals ahead of time, what that is going to mean is that you can, and I would suggest doing this, eating regularly throughout the day when you are in a calorie deficit so setting up three meals so thinking ahead what are the three meals i'm going to make today or eat today and what are two to three snacks i can incorporate so that i feel like i'm still getting a good amount of food in even though i'm in a calorie deficit now something that really helps our girls and a a method that we use with our girls is the girl fit method three by three method wow that's a lot of method words okay what it is And Get a pen and paper, and I want you to start brainstorming this. Take notes, and then I want you to go away and do this. Okay, I want you to think about three meals for both breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Three meals, right? Now, the rules for those three meals is that each of those meals needs to have at least 25 grams of protein. Now, what you're going to do is you are going to rotate those three meals throughout your week, or what you could do is you could bake Uh, I don't know, two of those. So two two of the breakfasts, two of the lunches, two of the dinners and rotate them in a seven-day period. Or sometimes, you know, for me, I'm like a pretty boring eater and I'm more than happy to eat the same thing for a week. It's just I don't really care for food in that way. So I might stick with one of the breakfasts, one of the lunches, one of the dinners, eat that for the whole week and then switch it. But what you've got there is you've got three meals that are easy to put together and I want you to make sure that all of the ingredients – for those meals you always have in your pantry and fridge. Like they're easy to throw together, only a few recipes. And here's a little tip, right? So you guys know I'm a little bit crazy with AI and I love it. And it is like at the moment it is, it feels like my best friend because I talk to it all day, every day, but also it's running my life and it can run your life. And I think this is a good thing. I think we're all scared of AI and what the future's going to hold, but I'm all for it because if you put into chat GPT, Give me three breakfast recipes with five ingredients or less for, with at least 25 grams protein. That bad boy is going to spit you out some awesome ideas. And then if you don't like them, you think, no, I don't want any of those three meals. You can then just regenerate a response. It's so cool and it will save you so much time. So do that. Three by three method will be an absolute game changer. You're going to be prepared and planned and please don't leave it to the day. Make sure that you put, if you are counting your calories, make sure that you put it in power the day before. So then you've got a calculation of how many calories that totals to and also how much protein that totals to and then you can subtract or add if you need to. All right, hack number four. This is going to seem so basic. But drink more water. Water, water, water. So many times we can mistake feeling dehydrated for, wait, we can mistake feeling hungry for being dehydrated. I got that around the wrong way. So you want to be making sure that you're drinking water consistently throughout the day. A really good tip is to have a tool glass of water before each main meal. Try to avoid any kind of liquids after a meal because that can sometimes cause issues with the digestive process when you are digesting your food and can cause things like bloating. So try to have a tall glass of water before each meal. And I know a lot of you don't like the taste of water. Here's the thing. When you start drinking water, when you haven't been drinking a lot of water, you hate it. It's disgusting and you hate it. And it feels like a chore. But there's this weird thing with water where the more you drink it, the more you feel like you need it. And then you're like, I need to be drinking this amount of water each day. Otherwise I feel like I'm going to die of dehydration. It's, it's actually a really easy habit to create. Initially it's hard, I guess like most habits, but it's weird because as you start to drink more, you feel like you need more in order to survive and just get through the day, but make sure you drink enough water. That's really, really pivotal for weight loss and actually, it probably goes across the board for anyone We sh- all, sh- all should be drinking water. Sometimes I get a little bit bored of drinking water. And if anyone's watching on YouTube right here, I have like, it looks kind of looks gross. I have got a water bottle with like bright green liquid in it. This is just some BCAAs. Now, we don't need BCAAs for anything. I literally just drink this because it's honeydew flavor and it tastes so delicious. I'm just trying to think what the brand, oh, Emerald Labs, it is called. Emerald Labs—they have BCAAs in a honeydew flavor, and it's delicious. So, if you struggle with drinking water, my tips would be to add something to flavor it, and also put it in the fridge. Chilled water is ten times better than room temperature water. Ugh. Alrighty, lucky last hack. There are so many hacks that I could talk about, but maybe we'll do a we'll do a part two where I can talk more about. Um, some really helpful things that I think you guys would benefit from when it comes to fat loss. But the last one is going to be meal timing. Now, I get questions all the time. How important is it to time your meals? Should I be eating before I work out? Should I be eating in the morning? Should I stop eating in the evening? Truth is, it all comes down to how many calories you consume in a day. But what we want to think about is how can you stick to a calorie deficit without feeling Too deprived. You're going to feel a little bit deprived, but how can we minimize that as much as we possibly can? If you are consistently eating throughout the day, you know that you're going to stay somewhat full throughout the day, right? Where things become an issue is when we try as much as possible to calorie hoard. Now, for all of you listening, I know exactly what you do because I did that too. I did the whole I'm just going to have like the smallest breakfast on the planet. Maybe then I'll have a can of tuna and then I'm going to save all my calories for dinner, pig out and feel really, I shouldn't say pig out. You know what I mean. Consume most of my calories in the evening. Why do we do that? I think the biggest reason we do that is because we're fearful that if we eat the majority of the calories throughout the day, by the evening, we're going to feel hungry and we're not going to have calories to eat. But do you know what the funny thing about this is? Because I used to think this way, because I'd always think, yeah, but by the evenings I'm so hungry and I'm mentally hungry as well as physically hungry. So I need to save calories for the evening. The reason I was mentally hungry in the evening, or physically hungry in the evening, is because I didn't eat anything during the day. And this crazy thing happened when I started to eat more consistently throughout the day and actually pushed my calories earlier in the day, that by the evening, I wasn't thinking about food because I was satiated because I had fed my body. I I challenge you to implement that. I know some of you are scared. Start small, start adding in an additional snack throughout the day and send me a DM. Let me know, has it made an impact on your hunger levels in the evening? The other reason I want you to spread your calories out throughout the day is that what we want to think about is giving your body energy to use to burn calories, which is all going to go to you burning, obviously burning more calories, but being in more of a deficit, right? So when, and this is going to be subconscious, but when you are not eating enough throughout the day, number one, your workout's going to suck. It's going to suck because your body doesn't have any nutrients or energy in it to be able to have an effective workout. So that's going to impact negatively impact the amount of calories you're burning. Number two, when you're not eating enough during the day, you're going to be sluggish. You're actually subconsciously, your NEAT, your non-exercise activity thermogenesis is going to decrease. This is all the movement that you do throughout the day. It's me using my hands. If you're watching on YouTube, which I do constantly, imagine if I had to have my hands tied behind my back while recording this, I'd go mad. But it's everything, it's fidgeting, it's blinking, all of that decreases when you're not giving your body enough food, which funny enough, you guys, you're neat, your non-exercise activity thermogenesis will burn twice as many calories as your workout, right? And we've put so much focus sometimes in what we're doing in the gym when it's actually the movement that we do outside of the gym. Now, if you are giving your body food throughout the day, your body's more likely to expend more energy, to use more energy for you to be able to move, which is also actually really going to support you through your calorie deficit. All right, guys, they are my five hacks. What do you think? I want you to start implementing them. Send me a DM. Let me know if this was helpful. And remember, I always love hearing from you. I've had some really great suggestions for podcast episodes, which I love. I always want to hear from you guys what you want me to record podcast episodes on, because ultimately this is for you. You know that. Now, um, remember, if you do leave a rating and a review, we have a winner each month that we award a $100 Gymshark voucher so please if you haven't already leave a rating leave a review screenshot that send that to me on Instagram you will go into the running for that voucher and on top of that if you just feel like this podcast episode is going to be really helpful for someone please screenshot it share it with them screenshot it share it onto your stories all of that good stuff you know that I am so thankful for each and every one of you I love you all so incredibly much All right, guys, that is it from me. Big love, Coach Tash.